Hey, Matt, I think we cut you off in the middle of your complaint. You said new chair, new something, and the intro rolled. Oh, yeah, new uh, chair, new me. I'm going to start <laughs> Let's start complaining about the games that really matters. Like, let's start oh, complaining geez. about. Uh, let's call, what, what is everyone playing now? Let's go about Overwatch. Oh wait, no one cares. All right, uh, guys. Uh, so Matt, he's uh, already in his uh, Overwatch hating. He's already in. So welcome it's back. All about, to, it's all about hating Animal Crossing right now. Let's get the intro. So welcome back to Spectrum World Podcast. This is episode sixty. I said nine. Oh, wow, 62? 62. We we didn't jump thirty episodes ahead in the future. We don't have a time machine. All right. So thing a little different this week. Rob is not joining us. So Carl took his place. He's to the right of me. And Matt's at the bottom by him lone stuff. What's up, everybody? Yeah. So today's show, obviously, we have to talk about the Xbox Series X live event, which I know most of us have strong opinions about. So we'll wait till we get there. I know Matt's probably the loudest of us all in that one. So he gets to go first when we talk about that one. Oh, yeah. That, it, was, it was great. It was a great as show. Always, as always, we talk about the games we played this week. And honestly, I switched it up this week. I still have not played Destiny 2. I probably will not play Destiny 2. I think Destiny 2... It's probably the game everybody in this stream right now is not a fan of. I, I think it's safe to say, like, and I talked to you about this, you know, off the record that it's safe to say the game has hit this really bad rut where the, the developers or the cheap, highly divine content, they're not kind of spreading the content around. It's just like one set of people who's getting what they need, everyone else is like roll. And they keep breaking my favorite weapon. So I Yeah, they need someone with like I said foresight or a vision to do what they need to do. Not just like it feels so random every season, quotation marks. It feels so random. All right. So games we played this week. Uh honestly I've been playing a lot of different games, mostly RPGs, believe it or not. I yeah. actually dove into Cold Cold Vein for once. Oh okay. And I I my opinion is just like it was when it first came out. I'm not a fan of it. I don't, I don't like the dodge system. The dodge system, the dodges are slow. It's like, I know he's going to attack me. Let me get ready to dodge instead of, oh, it's attacks coming. Let me dodge now. Yeah, it, it's just like dodge. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. I, I'm not yeah. a fan of that whatsoever. Um, it's, it's, is this, it's too anime for me. It's way too much anime for me. So, so, so that part is like, say again? Yeah. So people I would not approve. Dodge isn't good. Yeah. I mean, it's a good game. It has good mechanics, but there's just some things that just I'm not a fan of. So, yeah, I've been I, 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 I put the time in to try to like it, but I can't. I just I simply cannot. I feel like those who, if you're playing Monster Hunter or, or another type of Monshu game that's slightly better, even God Eater, you won't. You don't need to play Code Vein, in my opinion. Because you know, I'm from the Dark School or Dark School, Dark Souls School. So yeah, when you dodge, oh, yeah. you dodge. When you hit the dodge button, you freaking dodge. Here's like hit the dodge button. Oh wait, are you want me to dodge? Yes, I want you to fucking dodge. Yeah, it's the the, the input latency, and it's too. It's no. it, it reminds me of like like make you have to make the read before the read. You have to like know the attack is coming a minute, five minutes before you actually dodge. Yeah. Rather than like in Dark Souls or other games, just you dodge oh. on reaction. No oh, thanks, I was not a fan of that. I actually started playing um, Ori in the Will of the Wisp. That wow. is a phenomenal game. I don't know why I didn't play it when it first came out, but I'm. Playing it now, I've been uploading to uh, some footage to YouTube, which has been taking forever to encode the video because it's at 1440p. And wow, <laughs> that game is the game is beautiful. The gameplay is amazing. The story is it's a good story. It's like wow, this is this is a great game. This is an amazing game. And for all those idiots out there, like Xbox has no games. Or he's a phenomenal uh, game on the Xbox. Verna said he said they have no games more than one. That's one game. <laughs> 
Okay, <laughs> we're not going to start that. We can I know, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We can go here for a while, but yeah, that's a great game. So I've been playing, putting a lot of time into that one. Um, started playing Dragon Quest. Was it eleven? Is for uh, the, the last one? Yeah, that's eleven. Eleven, yeah. last one. I, I had access to it for a while. Never played it. Just after I played Final Fantasy VII Remake, something restarted the the Japanese RPG in me, the player in me, and I just wanted to play more of those games. So I've been playing a lot of that. Zero um, <clears throat> Dragon Quest. And whenever I finish that, I plan on jump on to. Um, Are you playing it? the Switch version, or the PS4 version? No, Switch. Switch is the best version. I had access yeah, okay. to the PC version, but and I had modded, but I was like, "Why am I going to go through all this trouble to play this on the PC when this Switch is clearly the better version?" Yeah, a lot of people were so like my my younger brother bought the original Eleven version and whatever, and then he found out the Switch get the complete version. He just like yeah. that's the worst. That's the worst thing any company could do to a, to a the product. I find that's very insulting. I'm not sure if I'm going to jump over to Trials of Mana when I finish it, or um, there is... Um, I think you like Trials of Mana. It's it's a little yeah, more... Yeah, because Xenoblade Chronicles Remastered is coming out, and I never played the first one. And I you always played what? Xenoblade Chronicles. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, re- the remaster comes out on the 26th, I think it is. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to play that, because, yeah. The more RPGs I get in my system, the more I'm going to be sitting in front of my TV and playing them. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's been RPG heaven in um, Ori for me. What about you, Matt? I've been on Roguelike Heaven or Hell. I'll do one. Let's start. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Enter- Exit the Gungeon. I had to play some Enter the Gungeon, get my mind back to the difference between two games. I'll talk more about that later in a segment. I've been playing uh, Gordian Quest. It's really good. Uh, I think it's probably the best card roguelike game I've played in a long time. Uh, I've been playing... Uh, I've been doing some research on other beat em ups that I have in my system and comparing them. I played some Fight and Rage. I'm still playing lots of Street Rage 4. Um, I've been, I found still out. Still trying to S ranks? Yeah, I'm still trying to get all the S ranks. I'm still trying. Um, let's see. And I've been doing that. That's all I've been doing lately. I've also been having a Yakuza crack lately. I've been playing, just trying to play some Yakuza. You know what? I thought about playing that. I thought about just starting from Kiwami and just working my way up. Actually, the order is zero, then Kiwami up. But you could do Kiwami, zero, two, three, whatever. That's what I'm that's what I'm doing. I did Kiwami one, I beat. I'm doing zero now. I'm about to beat when I beat zero, I'll do two, then the collection when it comes out, the rest. And I also got judgment on deck, so I'm ready for my Yakuza crack. I'm actually waiting to see if they bring the rest of the Yakuza games over to the Xbox. Not that I don't have access to them on the on between uh, the three, probably three, will, but you'll, you'll, four, but you'll, you'll yeah. get you'll get delayed. You'll you'll get it at some point in your life. I'm just glad to see they're coming. That's all I care about. Yeah, you'll Everybody get it. Said, games. Yeah, it's it's a, like I said, you'll get it. It'll be delayed, but you'll get it. I mean, it'll be like, interesting that you'll if we if Xbox eventually gets like Yakuza six or five, right? The last after one after seven. After seven, like that doesn't make any sense. That would, I know. Actually, the Yakuza collection that came out it packs three, four, five, three, four, five together. Right. It doesn't have. So six, and right. six and six, yeah, six is a separate game. So that's a yeah. I mean, you guys got judgment, right? That's no also, okay, so you're missing one Yakuza game. Well, yeah. Yakuza verse game, but yeah. Yeah, it's, the only one that's on Xbox and PC is Zero, Kwame 1 and 2, and that's it. That's it. You don't, you don't have six. You know, the latest one. Nope. Okay, then. And nope. you don't have Judgment. Yeah, that's you have nope. the, just a lot of waiting. Like PC fans waiting for, you know, Fantasy Star Online to, oh, uh, God. You know, I don't even play that game because I'm, I wanted the PC version. And yes, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm, that it's on Xbox, but. That's not the version that I wanted, so I'm not playing it. I am the same boat in that one. I'll just wait. Get all wait, because we're out of touch and out of time. Go, what Carl. you been up to, girl? 
Yeah. Um, I've been having a bits and pieces week. <coughs> you all right there? Um, oh, no, I've, I've, I've woke up not long before the show and my throat's congestion, so. Ooh. Um, anyway, um, I've been playing more of uh, Moving Out, which is a great uh, Australian. Yeah, you talked about game. that last week. Yes, and people should be playing it because, hey, support your local indies, or at least support my local indies because, you know, like a lot of you. Um, but otherwise, yes, I did get a, I did start playing a little bit of uh, Streets of Ray 4. And, yeah, it's a beat-em-up. Wait, that's it? It's it's just a beat-em-up? That's all you have to say it's about a, perhaps one well, of the best beat-em-ups of our... Well, it, it is a, it's a very well-done beat-em-up, but at the same time, I'm still sitting here going... Mm-hmm. I want to play my version that I got on Steam when the code net code actually fixes up a little bit. Yeah, so play it, play it probably. Like playing a single player experience is, is one thing, but playing great games like that are really designed for multiple players. Yeah. So, it, also, yeah. it also sucks like, technically not to crap on .emu in game. Not talk about data and all that hard stuff. It's like they're advertised four players, but it's only four players local and two people online. I think. Yeah, it's two. Put- so if you want four players all together, you can do four people local, or you can do two people local and two people online. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, somebody I jumped on a podcast earlier today. I was watching somebody's podcast, and they were talking about that. And I, I remember talking to the developers at PAX, and they were basically talking about they couldn't, they wanted to do it, but the overhead was too much. And we're seeing uh, right now that even right now, two people online. It's it is yeah. We you and I played a couple of games. It was underwater. Yeah, so that's what happens when you have a you have a game like this that doesn't have any kind of servers to, to act as the middleman. So when you're doing peer to peer, you're you're dealing with my upstream, your downstream, and it doesn't always work the way it needs to work. And, and, and imagine adding my shitty internet to all of that too. Yeah, yeah, not to call your internet out, but yeah, it's, internet is is weird in certain places. Some people have better internet. Some people have crap internet some people have yeah sell internet it just just the way the world is and yeah. as a developer you got to take all that stuff and stride and go you know what we can only give you what we think we can provide to you if yeah. if there were servers in place it'd be a lot better i don't even sure. know if consoles are using uh xbox live or playstation network to get the uh, game multiplayer i have no I, idea I, I think well i've well, there's one way easily for you to check keys is boot up your Xbox and go into Game Pass. Yeah, totally could too do that. Forgot about that. Forgot it is on Xbox Game Pass it right is now. On Game Pass. That, yeah, that, that was how. That's how I played it this week. It was playing it on the Game Pass. I have well, another. I have another Streets Race for uh, stream. No stream up Steam code. Mm-hmm. Another one. Another one. Because I got it from the. Um, Limited games, limited run games, and I bought the collector. They sent me another code. I'm like, how many of these damn codes do I have? Well, how about how about a contest? Like, you know, person who retweets, give a com, you know, shares this video, a comment, or retweet out tweet will pick a winner. I was thinking about that. I don't know how I'm gonna we're gonna do that, but yeah. So I gave you one. I gave Carlos one. I think I gave Carl one. Uh, <laughs> I had an extra one I gave out. Yeah, I've had a bunch of codes. Codes, I got codes in different I appreciate that. Area I codes. Appreciate that. <laughs> so, yeah, 
Um, like I said, my the, the the Streets of Rage four community has like right some of the hardcoreness of the game and blah blah blah. But I'm like I'm happy that it exists. That's where I at least stand on it. I'm glad it exists. It's not going to be like you can't capture the magic of the old games because they were not some of the stuff in Streets the old Streets of Rage games were not intentional. So put that in, you know yeah. there too. Yeah, like I I did play a little bit of those as well. Uh, picked up as a Sega Mega Drive Mini. The other day, just it, to I thought you picked up last week. Uh, no, I picked that up. I picked that up a while ago. Yeah. I actually, actually, as I as I reach across, um, I don't know if we, we remember the stories of the Mega Drive that I picked up for five bucks. That now it, uh, it's practically pointless trying to fix it. Something to do with the power and it's interfering. So with wait, the, first the it was so first it was your PlayStation three, and yeah. now the Sega Genesis. Yeah, so, so so I went out and bought another one. <laughs> this one only cost me thirty bucks, and it, it works. What it works one hundred percent. So that that one's going to last a while, hopefully. But um, uh, retro retro collectors guys are crazy. Yeah, you guys, uh, we're fucking lunatics. <laughs> um, what else did I get this week? Uh, well, the missus got more games for a switch. More, you so, know what? She is turning into a regular gamer. Props to yeah, her. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm happy. For, I'm happy with this. Uh, she, she's borrowed my copy of Mario Kart Eight and won't give it back. I was going to say, you mean she took it? <laughs> Mario Kart. Man, well, she's something that won't leaderboards by the end of the podcast. No, no, she's still struggling at 150 CC. So we're good. Oh no, okay. No, <laughs> um, but she also got a copy of Animal Crossing that she can start playing herself. Uh, I picked up the Switch ports of Saints Row 3 and 4. I'm now starting to play my way through 3 again. Don't you already have that game, though? Way too many times. <sighs> but but I love those games. I, I love Saint, I love the Saints Row series. So you, are worse than me. you are worse than me on Dark Souls. I'll just leave it at that. Hey, I'm I'm next at the end of the month, May 29th. I will be picking up Bioshock for the fourth time. <laughs> worse than me, but worse uh, but me. Uh, but it still it doesn't end there because like like I said, this has been a bits and pieces week. Uh, I picked up the SNK um oh, you got heroines the... fighting tag. Yeah, thing. how you like that? Oh, SNK uh, girls, yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. Yeah, the, the the old the old girl fighting game in Terry. I heard that was pretty. The, good. the very weird, the very weird Terry Bogard with tits. Yeah, Teddy, Fatal Cutie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, inter- very interesting. I thought it was going to be like standard SNK button layout, but it's not. Uh, you have like a punch button, a kick button, a special moves button, and uh, there's another button that did something else. I can't remember off the top of my head. Wasn't it how Fatal Fury was like, back in the day? Oh, three buttons? Yeah. yeah. Fatal Fury was originally three buttons. Yeah, it was and then four. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was just weird for me to jump in because I was expecting the four button layout. Four button became a thing later on in other SNK games, uh, such as like, the first four button fighter was probably, oof, I think uh, maybe S- is Sam Sham Show K- one was K- probably K- the first K- one. K- KOF ninety five, ninety four, ninety four, ninety four. Yeah, it's between Sam Show and Sham Show one or KOF ninety four because Fatal Fury. Three came out ninety three, I think, and I think it was also four buttons. I could double check, but yeah, I think. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, Good times. It, it was it was it was interesting. I did notice. Uh, I sort of remember going back 
I believe we we had a either I had a conversation with Clinton back in the day, or uh, he actually did the review for yeah, it. Yeah, he website. did the review for and it. There yep. was and there was he said there was significant frame drops uh, when you're doing it in handheld mode. Uh, those no longer exist, thankfully, because uh, it's been patched up, so which is good. But yeah, I, I found an interesting little little game. It was cheap. It was like twenty bucks. So I'm not really. Gonna I mean, I figured when you talk about any kind of that game that requires a lot of moving parts or a very fast pace on the Switch in docked or handheld mode, there usually is a bit of frame drop. It's just yeah how the Switch is. It is getting it is getting better though. Like for, for things like um the Saints Row games, you know, you put the nitro boost on the cars and you're driving the cars at high speed, there is not that much frame drop. Like they've actually gotten better with the programming over time. I don't count um, Nintendo. Nintendo's are masters of their switch. They're just freaking Yeah, masters. but this is third party games, so like, like Nintendo, like Nintendo, Nintendo games are great until you decide to fight. Except if you find the uh, the source code and put it out online and make everything better, and then they take it down. Oh but, yay! Uh, Shout out to uh, Mario sixty four. Yeah, I was, was going to bring that. I was going to bring that up a bit later about that, but uh, good luck, Nintendo, yeah. getting that off. That is not going to happen. You were going to yeah. fight a losing battle there. Oh yeah. Anyway, but the uh, the fight, the final game that I end up. Picking up and playing this week just out of pure boredom. Uh, the Power Rangers Battle for the Grid fighting game. Oh, you're uh, playing this? Matt, I played one playthrough of arcade mode and I went uninstalled. Wow. Yeah. It's, it it's like that, I said. It was that easy to exploit. Like, I had an unlimited chain combo going with, uh, with Green Ranger. With oh, Dra- Green Ranger Summon Dragon Sword and- Tail. Yeah. No, no, no! Not even Summon Dragon's or Tail. I literally had an unlimited string combo in the corner. Yeah, worked out worked out within two fights, and I just get him in the corner and just repeat the combo constantly. You don't like, you don't like Infinite? Game, game everybody loves Infinite. Infinite. What are you talking? No about? one likes Infinite. It, Infinite's it, a cool. It, it, if you're if you're a fighting game, I'd say like somebody who's really been serious in yeah. their fighting games, then you don't like Infinite's because they're cheap. You, like you don't like Infinite's if they're used against you. I don't even like using infinites myself. I find the infinites and then I stop using them because that's just it's abusing game mechanics for for an advantage. A proper a proper fighting video game fight player is like an actual fighter in real life. They want that challenge. They want the skill to be there. And if you don't have that, then you don't follow. My opinion uh, for a fighting game, know. it depends on the infinite, and if it depends, if the infinite breaks the game. The problem with Power Rangers, it was defined by a guy who plays a lot of Marvel 2, but in, in, in layman's sense, I don't think he understands what makes Marvel 2 really good, and the game just a, like a broken mess. It's not... It's 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 a Kusoge. It's not something to be taken seriously. I can't I can't look at... Power, like, there's some cool aspects of the game, like record loops, but it's... I don't kind of care for but it. It's like... like I, I like, some, like some of the costumes. Like, they have secondary costumes for most of the Yeah. Characters. And I like the designs, like with the green with the Green Ranger. You had like the traditional, the traditional suit. Then you had the one that um, was specially made for the Bat the Sun special. Yeah, with, like like the like the the the, 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 uh, the silver stripes up the helmet and all that type. Yeah. Stuff. Then you then you had Draco. Then you had Lord Draco, and who had his his comic outfit. And then this really weird Evo two version, which was like 
Yeah, um, they got the, they got the, the, the Sentai the Gold Ranger. Yeah, yeah, which was like combining it with the, the Gold Ranger from um, one of the previous, like one of the latest. I think it was Neo. Seasons. Neo was the Gold Ranger. Neo, yeah. Uh, like, it's a costume. Yeah, it's Power like, Rangers. The graphics are great. I love it. But <laughs> yeah. No, like Power Rangers is a legit Sentai series. I just don't like... Like I said, the game itself to me, the, the game is the game itself is ass, pure and simple. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, the the development in the game is good, in my opinion. Like like the aesthetic, the music, all of it's kind of fine. The problem the is the gameplay like itself. The music. I wish they put out the soundtrack. The music is good. Yeah, I just think like oh, I said yeah. the gameplay of the game is not that strong. And I already showed you tons of tech of the game just being legitimately. Oh, busted. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen. Yeah. The so game. it's like, what is this? And the worst part, these are not hard. That's the worst part. If an infinite is hard. I mean, I can make a joke about Iron Man's infinite not being hard, but it's still hard to do it every time. It's like, if the infinite's that easy, if these things are easy, then it's not fun. Infinites are fine if you earn it to do it, if you've got someone in that specific situation to do it. But if it's just like that, then no point. All right, I'm going to roll it back because we need to stay on topic for this show. Oh, yeah, let's talk, let's talk, about, let's talk about the comedy show. Oh, God. Yeah. This week, Microsoft Xbox hosted a live stream where they said they're going to show off gameplay for the upcoming Xbox Series X games and PlayStation 5 games and PC games because they were coming out on every other platform with the exception of one, the medium, which is exclusive of the Xbox One or Xbox and PC, excuse me. We really didn't get what Microsoft was hyping and they've been doing nothing but playing damage control for the past day or so saying, hey, we realized that you guys wanted gameplay and we thought this is what you wanted, but... Everybody's like, no, this is not what we wanted. You didn't do anything better than what Sony has been doing. And, you know, to be 100% honest, outside of um, three games, yeah, the show was a complete disaster. I, I wanted gameplay. I wanted them to sit down and go, hey, look, this is Xbox Series X. This is us playing this game. Check out this gameplay. Not giving us trailers for shit that we could have looked up on YouTube. And... And more more disappointing than anything, we didn't get to see much of Assassin's Creed because, like, yeah. you guys were hyping this big time. You had the marketing budget for this now. We got a new trailer that had, like, little smatterings of actual gameplay in there, but you couldn't tell because it was over overpowered with all the the other junk. It was frustrating. Yeah, was we, we didn't get any cyberpunk, but we figured that was going to be the case when they came out and said, hey, we got our own event in uh, June. So we got no yeah. cyberpunk. We got a handful of games that looked amazing. Scarlet Nexus looked amazing. That came out of nowhere. So that's on my radar. There was the... Give me, give me Bloodlines 2, man. Give me Bloodlines 2. I was that, not a that, fan of the that, first that, one. That trailer, that trailer sold me. That trailer sold me on that game. <laughs> okay, so there was uh, Corvus, the um, the Space Sim, Space Combat Sim game. I thought yeah. it was... um, What is that game? There's a game on PC right now, and it's escaping my mind right now. And I played a hell of a lot of it, and now I don't understand why I don't remember it. Anyway. Remnant of the Ashes? No, not, no, not, no, not that. It's just, no it's Man's Sky? No, not No Man's Sky. Stop it. <laughs> no Man's Sky. <laughs> I'm actually trying to help you. I'm trying to get a guess. No, yeah, so it's my, my brain's not working right now. Um, And I played a shit ton of it. This is why it's bothering me. Uh, Ah. Uh, Brain's not working. Help me. Uh, just think about it. It'll come to you later. Yeah, it will. Anyway, um, that and um, the medium looks interesting. It looks weird, but it looks interesting. Uh, Rob was looking forward to that as well. So 
Oh, and Dirt you Five, could, believe it or not. Everspace. It was could. freaking Everspace. Everspace. Yes. That's the game I was thinking about. Everspace. See, there we go. It's you, coming. It'll come you, through. You could, and, and don't forget Yakuza like a dragon. But I knew about that game. I knew about that game for a while. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah but they actually showed some something decent with it. It doesn't count the games been out for PlayStation since the beginning of this year. Like, I don't. I don't know, man. I I feel bad for people like you, like hoping for Xbox to wow them. Xbox is your. No, no, no. Is... It wasn't. It wasn't. I wasn't hoping for them to wow me because that comes with the first party showing. This was a third party offering showing, and I was like, okay, great. That's why I said, Marco, we're going to see games for both Xbox and PlayStation and PC because I'm hoping that we go into this next generation of gaming where we don't have, oh, hey, this third party game is exclusive to just console, and you have to wait six months for it. Because, I mean, we're still doing that today, and we're digital. But the thing is, they didn't do they didn't do that. Thankfully, no, they said they said that these games are coming out on the Xbox Series X. No, and they also didn't possibly some, some of them are on Xbox One. I'm waiting for Sony to do that. Ah, I'm yes, wait, I'm waiting for Sony yeah. to do that shit again. I'm hoping it doesn't happen this generation, as I mentioned. But who's to say? But again, overall, this live stream was a disappointment. And yeah. I, as, I, as I was going to finish up, I'm I'm more excited about their first party offering, which will be in July. Mm. Not this. This is basically okay. Show me something new that we haven't heard of, and we got them. We got a bunch of them. Sad thing is, we didn't get any actual gameplay. I mean, plus, plus, to, to be honest, with the exception of like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, um, a lot of this was B tier content. Yeah. Wait. Like, what? They're, 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 like there's like plenty of good games, but they're not things that are gonna be. They're, they're not console sellers, okay. Assassin's Creed is your A tier console seller. I wouldn't even say Assassin's Creed's systems are. It hasn't been in a long time. Yeah, for for Valhalla, with the way everyone's mm. sort of getting obsessed with Viking culture these days, mm. I'm. I, I would say it's a. I would say it's a system seller. You watch, there will be a Valhalla specialized system when it comes out, and it'll sell. But at the same time, can you really call a third-party game a system seller? Yes. That's what we can reserve for. Per- name, one, name, game. name one third-party game that would make you buy a console. Let's talk about ones that have. Okay. Final, oh, Solid Final Fantasy fucking 10. They, they sold consoles. Yeah, basically, like okay, uh, but, okay, but we have to think the ramp. We have to think about the specifics about that one. PlayStation. And Final Fantasy were exclusive. You could not get Final Fantasy on any other console, any other platform other than PlayStation. Just like you couldn't get Tekken or anything other than PlayStation. I wouldn't... That's third party, but I wouldn't really call that. So give me another one. Street Fighter. Third party. What? Street Fighter selling Super Nintendo. Oh, there you... <laughs> Capcom. Uh, Good old that, cat that, cop. That's the shit I don't want to see again. I don't want to see another Street Fighter Five on stuck on PlayStation. I don't want to see that. So you want everyone to experience a bad game? I mean, that's good for you. I mean, come <laughs> on, seriously. I mean, everybody. Street Fighter. What what would happen if Street Fighter Four was on exclusive with the PlayStation or Xbox? Well, if it was exclusive with Xbox, all the weaves be gone. Street Fighter be dead in the water. But thank God it's on every console. It was on every console time. It was on. If it was on, particularly Sony. Oof, boy, we're gonna have we're gonna have a lot of fans that come at a at tournaments. That's all I know. I mean, even if it, it, even though Street Fighter Five is not in the place that many people want it, 
honestly, having it confined to just one console is bad. Just like having KillerSync, even though it's a Microsoft owned property, was was a was a killing blow to KillerSync. Well, that and you know, a bunch of other things. Yeah, but that didn't help it. So I don't know if a, an, an actual third party game that has been available for all platforms to sell an actual console. It may push you towards it, but there has to be other reasons why. Probably Soul Calibur 2 for back in the day, the character unlocks, like go out of war, get Link, get whoever. Yoda, was it? Or but, that was, but the game was still exclusive of the, to other platforms. You just bought, you were just getting an extra character for your specific, for your specific console. Yeah, that's, only, that's the only argument I could make, but yeah. eh, at best, eh. Yeah, I mean, that's usually reserved for the first party games. Yeah, it is usually reserved for third party games, first party games. But I, I still reckon that the way that they're hyping up Assassin's Creed Valhalla at this point is they're looking for it to be that console seller. They're, they're trying to put it out there at the moment as this is one of the main reasons you want to buy a, an Xbox Series X. Now, you know why that game is not a system seller for me? Because it's available because on Pass. You don't like it. That's why. No, I'm a. I'm a big fan of Assassin's Creed. I can show you my Steam catalog of my Xbox games. I love Assassin's Creed. The <laughs> yeah, problem... unplayed, unplayed, unplayed. <laughs> no, I played the Hot Origins. Honestly, I love them. Love them. My problem with this is we're doing this. They're doing the same thing they did with Watch Dogs. This game is available on Xbox One and PlayStation 4, Xbox Series X, and PlayStation 5. Now, I get it. I, I don't hate the decision. It's smart because you're getting money for everybody, but if I'm on the fence about pl- buying an Xbox Series X or a PlayStation 5 and Valhalla is the game that's going to make me buy it, and I'm going, well, I can play it on my current system. Why do I want to go buy it on buy a new system for this? There, there's no there's no reason. We've talked about this before where there it's, needs there, to be there, there's, no, there's no reason to buy it. At the moment, there's no reason to buy anything on any next generation system nope. because, it, because, it, because they're all coming out saying, hey, if you buy it on the current generation, you're going to get it for free on the next generation. The only game, we'll talk about that or, too. Or, or, you, or, you, or you can get it on PC. The only game that didn't do that in uh, the, the live event was, again, Medium. That's only come out for PC and Xbox Series X. That's the only game. And that game is not going to appeal to everybody. So, yeah, that's kind of a problem. But I've talked enough. What do you, what do you two guys think about the stream? Was it a, I know Matt probably thinks it was a disaster as well. But Oh, no, that was a joke. It was comedy. It was a joke. I was like, ha-ha, look at Microsoft. Look at you guys doing what you do. Port, port, port. A couple of single games. Nothing to be good. Oh, you got an anime game. Eh, whatever. Not enough to get the weebs over. But, hey, trying. And that's it. That's an entire conference in a nutshell. They got enough games for two games to bring to Wii Floor. Don't forget Yakuza. Yakuza is already on the real console, so let's get that. Oh, dear God. It's not on the Switch. What are you talking about? Oh, that's a con- Oh, God. I forgot. You mean the- that's for children. I'm talking about the real console for the men. <sighs> but anyway, all seriousness. No. You're not even. Come on. Microsoft's not even like up to date with Yakuza. You're just getting it now. Like, hooray. But whatever. The point is. I don't so blame them on that, but I, I I will give them props that at least it's coming. Phil and Microsoft and Xbox had to be like, you know what? We need this. We need this. We need this. We need this. How much money do you want? We need this. I would I would love to be a fly on that wall for that conversation. Yeah. But my, my thing about it to me is, um, like I said, like it was, it was something I was impressed by. It was a very 
weak, border, borderline weak to standard at best conference that they've been doing. And nothing really caught like a, two, like a weeb game to get people over. That's about it. Because that's uh, the real, I guess it's the real gaming demographic now, the weebs. They got money. So I don't see anything in there. I would say, oh, yeah, I'll totally go and shoot for it. Like, eh, next time around, maybe they'll have something interesting. But otherwise, you could you could have slept it in. Set it and forget it. That's the way I describe that conference. Yeah. Carl? Um, yeah, like I said already, I saw this as like a lot of B-tier games. Like, you could, you could tell that it was designed to sort of say, here's what we have coming from third parties. But at the same time, what they're offering isn't something that's like jumping out and going, you must buy this now with the exception of like two games. You know, Valhalla, which I'm already looking forward to because, you know, hey, Viking Smash. And um, I'm a big Vampire the Masquerade fan anyway. So I would have never pegged you to that, be a that, fan that, of that, that, that That trailer, um, like with the real fucked up, like the, the fucked up Christmas scene and all that shit. I'm like, I'm I'm down for this. <laughs> give me give me all the fucking crazy. And hell, they even sold me on Yakuza like a dragon. Give me give me a bit more over the top crazy shit on that. Well, I want more people to be excited about the game, not just for people who haven't been paying attention to it in, in Japan for the PlayStation, but the fact that it's it's they're they're taking a risk and putting in turn based combat instead of real time brawling, which I think will appeal to a lot of fans. It reviewed great in Japan. I yeah. think it'll be. I think it'll be good over here because I've seen so many people over the years saying, "Okay, why? Is, why do people like Yakuza so much?" It's the same thing over and over and over. It's. I don't care about those people. Like, if you tell them to try it, they want to try it. Let them run their mouse because Yakuza to me is one of the best um, sandbox games I play, even though it's limited. And because the limitations make it so great, you get to explore the characters' personality, the weird people. It's like. It's like if someone who actually grew up in a city. A real city, not fake New York right. or whatever the cool kids hang out and drink their goddamn three hundred dollars like, drink. You, you you walk you walk around some scenes in Yakuza and you think like it's like straight out. Yeah, it's like real life. life. It's like yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, there's always there's a, like that, you know. Exactly, it's just so cool. Like, right? You ran a ran a pizza guy. You run into an immigrant that can't speak English. You try to help him, it doesn't work out. That's Yakuza. That happens Yakuza Zero. These are the real things, and it's funny okay, and comical from play, a stone faced stoic man. Or you play Yakuza Six and run into New Japan people and go, "What the? Yes, fuck? <laughs> I'm like, what is this? I like some of the over the top. I like some of the over the top elements that were in the like of Dragon Trailer, like the whole almost pulling a scalibur out of the stone with the with oh the my god, you, yes. you need to go on YouTube and I'm look like, at some of the gameplay videos. They're they're, they're I, I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, give me give me more of that over the top." Nature, like I know the whole thing, like accuses infamous for like picking up a bicycle and hitting a kid like, four thousand miles in the air, but like the, just the stupid shit like that, I'm down for that type of. The craziness. best way to describe it is that Yakuza Seven, because I have seen whatever about it. You, you, you have summons in the, you can summon friends in the game. You can hang out with someone like Persona style, which is hilarious. Yeah, it's it's yeah. It, it, it maintains that wonderful. It looks series. to be the best of all the games so far. It, it it actually reminds me of the the game on the PS2. Maybe you guys played God Hand. Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yes, that was great by Capcom. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that game, and it reminds that game is a remake. That. that game is never getting a remake. That game is a remake. I wish. I wish. I, it needs but, one. Uh, trust me. Capcom desperate for money. Let's go. Call the boys. Yeah, like, I, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to a few of these games, but a lot of them I'm looking at going. I really don't care. Like Scarlet Nexus looks good, but I want to know more. 
They've been want, dropping want, more want, information like, uh, on it over the last day. Uh, right. Check out their website yeah. and YouTube. Yeah, and th- things like Dirt, eh, another fucking car, car game. I'll wait for Forza, thank you very much. See, I'm a big fan of the racing games, and when I saw Dirt 5, I was like, this is giving me heavy Forza Horizon vibes. And I think that's what they're going after, but it's just road racing and off-road racing. So... Yeah. Like, I think a big be, thing about Forza is people. A lot of people weren't really fans of. Oh, I have the access to this entire environment. A lot of people just like that's my race course. I want to go race. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I just want to see a bit more from them. Like, like, like you said, there was a bunch of trailers. We yeah. needed. We definitely needed gameplay on this. We did, and and frankly, like the game selection was very hit and miss. Yeah, it was, it was. It was. It was disappointing. It was disappointing. I'm, I'm pretty sure we we're all in the same boat. So, all I can say is, Microsoft, you got a wow with the first prior offering. You really do. Also, disappointing in Sony because I was expecting they, they, them to come they, out. They, need, they need to drop that. Like Microsoft needs to drop something big. Like yeah, you know, you know, uh, to put it in magic terms, terms. Where's your fucking? Where's your big eight eight for three cost? Yeah. Where's, where's your where's, where's your big bomb? Bomb of a title that's going to wipe everything off off the board. They need they need something like that. They need like that. Gigabomb and, and Halo Six ain't gonna fucking do it. No, Halo is done. It's Halo's tried and done. That's why I look at it. People play it, just play it. Yeah. I don't. Oh wow, I'm not going to write Halo off just yet. I'm. I, I mean, mean, it's Halo, it's been Halo, it's been pretty Gears bad since four. Halo, Gears of War, that type of stuff. I will don't, say five was don't, a huge don't, don't drop that and say that's our big bomb because it's not. They, they can't. They can't. Exactly. Just because like I said, on top of that, Halo Infinite is not an exclusive Xbox Series X games. The second they were like, no, it's not. No. Yeah. No, you should have not I done mean, that. like, I can't believe you let Halo 5 be the turning point. Halo 4 was my, like, oh, this is trash. Halo 5, hey, I, they, I, like, I, they were I'm, hyped. I'm, I'm a slow entry into the Halo series, okay? I, yeah, I, yeah. I, like, t- so. look, Halo 1 and 2, okay, 2, I can see it. Uh, 3, they milk three to death, so leave that as it may. Then you got four, and it's like, wow, you don't know what you're doing. This is fantastic. Oh, five is trash? Can't see why. And I supposed to drive Halo Nutshell. Wow. You had a chance, but you blew it. Didn't even, mention, didn't even mention ODST or Reach. ODST or Reach are like, what? they were expensive add-ons. They were nothing I would consider like going home about. But they were good games, especially Reach. They were good in story. If I read that in a book, I like it. Playing it, no. It was a Snorville. You don't play books for move for uh, video games and vice versa. You heard visual novels. Oh, senpai. Oh god, that's not exactly. bringing up those things in here. Please, thank you very much. No right, so basi- Yeah. Okay. So basically, right. no. So yes, yeah, so we all disappointed about this. Microsoft, please do better. Um, Sony, you missed your chance to come out and one up them completely. You could have came out like, no, here's our show. But no, they don't need to. That's the best part. Could you imagine? Yeah. Like, oh, you got this. Let us drop the greatest game of all time. Let, let us drop Final Fantasy Remake Guaranteed. Part Two and Three. Part Two and this is the worst part. Part Part Two and Three, not for six dollars each, but thirty dollars each to everybody. Boom out the water. Like, oh my god, greatest game, thirty dollars. Ah, let's keep let's keep it moving. Uh, so happen. on top of the Xbox Series X live stream, we had EA talking about their upcoming Madden. And the second they were like, oh, Matt. And I was like, yeah, I don't really care anymore. Yep. Yeah, not- <laughs> so every game in here doing this announcement, doing this live stream was supporting Microsoft's or Xbox's smart delivery. Basically means if 
you bought the game for Xbox One, you got a free upgrade for the Xbox Series X. If you bought the game for Xbox Series X, you can also play a copy of it for your Xbox One. EA decided they weren't going to do that. Smart no. marketing, by the way. Smart marketing. It's, this is something that gamers have been asking developers for years. If I have an Xbox One, or sorry, I have this game on Xbox 360, and it's also playable on Xbox One, don't make me buy the game over again. I should be able to play that same game and move it over. That is very smart. Can we just talk about that marketing bit before we go and rip EA a fucking new one? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, like, I understand, like, giving it for free is a great idea, but I would be happy if they turned around and said, look, if you've already bought, uh, say, Grand Theft Auto Five, you know, on the on the 360, and you go to get Xbox One, and they go, look, we'll upgrade that for 20 bucks or 10 bucks. Yeah, I, I would even mind, I would I wouldn't even I wouldn't even mind paying paying that. But the fact no. that they've gone, you know, we're gonna do it for free, and I reckon that's only gonna be during a very limited time frame though. They, they are gonna it. lose out a lot of money. They, they, they would lose pay. a lot of money. I mean they're losing money now on Game Pass, but no, true. But like if even if they said, look, for, for ten bucks each game will upgrade your copy to the, the Series X version, I'd be happy paying that. Like, I'd be happy I to think pay a lot of people would be as well because it's not the full price. Charge me half price, and then mm-hmm. yes, we'll talk. Obviously, it'll be a digital version, but still, that's not obviously. Yeah, but then then you have EA going, Da-ha! yeah. So now we're going to rip EA a new one. So EA was like, we're not going to do this. What we're going to do is we're going to give you our own variant of this, where you have a limited time offer to get access to the upgrade version, and when you, when you miss that window. Then you got to pay its full price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's stupid. Come on, EA. What the hell? <sighs> I mean, obviously, we know EA is a really, and I hate to say shitty company, and I don't mean to say it, I hate to say it for saying it, because they have given me some of my favorite games of all time. Just use the term, their management is shitty. Yes, that's their management is shitty. There you go. Yeah. That's, this for every game that's being shown, and they're talking about smart delivery, and you know we're going to see something similar for PlayStation 5, you got the audacity to come out and go, you know what? We don't care about the gamers. You need to give us full price. We don't care what these other companies are doing. You're going to give us all the monies. Oh, you only got like, what was it, three months, I think it was? Yeah, roughly. So that basically means they're pretty much forcing you. So here's the scenario. You buy the new Madden. Xbox Series X is coming out. PlayStation 5 is coming out in a couple of months. Maybe you can't afford it, but you don't want to miss that window. Maybe you want the new copy of this game on the new platform. So what are you going to do? Pay them next money to get an upgrade version? Or can you even do that? Will it be, will it be something like, well, you need to be on this platform to get the upgrade? We don't even know how the smart delivery system actually works yet, nor do we know how EA version of this is going to work. So what happens is, if I get gifted a copy of Madden for Christmas, and I miss the upgrade window. Tough shit. Am I screwed? Yes. I mean, for that's a lot a, of people, this a, is not a big deal. That's the, that's the way EA will say it. I mean, it's not a big deal for a lot of people because a lot of people who play Madden will go, so, no, I don't care. I'm going to buy it. But it's just, yeah. it's just, this, it's the small details. If every other developer, publisher is saying, hey, smart delivery, because this is a good way to get our games they handle more people and EA's like no we really don't care what does it say about their management obviously it's, every company is, is to make money but they they don't care this is and I'm gonna use business on business guys to business they don't care about goodwill that's one thing that's important to all businesses they don't care about that they close true don't. 
So that's out the system. I'm surprised they try and link this to the origin crap. You know, because I'm not a fan of Origin either. Oh, it's coming. Trust me, it's coming. Oh, okay. So basically, actually, you know, actually, you don't even have to because, and I am using Origin by the way because there's some games where I like to play, um, but I don't want to buy them. Every game that they have, they mentioned will come out Origin, or if you're on Origin Premiere, then every game that they have will come out to you, a couple weeks early and full version. So ah, it's already locked in. Yeah. So basically, okay. So you know, back to the trash platform. So basically, they don't care about that. They're about maximizing the profit from their hardcore audience, but their hardcore audience will be leaving in droves because of the fact is your platform doesn't provide everything else. And that's that's something I that's my opinion of like a lot of digital platforms that openly try to compete or better yet try to become like Steam, try to beat Steam. Like Activision Blizzard knows what they're doing. They have all their games are essentially like live service games. So they just once they got you, they got you unless you quit. But it doesn't EA doesn't care about goodwill. They try to run life service model to the ground, which it has hit a ground point into floor and a go And look what you expect from them. I mean, they ran a lot of companies into the ground. Yeah, so, no, you don't need to remind me. I, I so I basically mean, I, it's like them yeah. coming out with this only furthers the point that only hardcore people would buy this game. I don't think anyone else would. I, it's not a it is not a game that has that mainstream appeal anymore. Like I feel that. Modern at one point, the Modern Warfare series, unless it was developed by uh, Treyarch or the other guys, well, they left too. No one cared, and even then, no one cares now. Like it's just when you make a game come out on a yearly basis, it loses retention over time, and the maturity just declines. And if you don't have I any good, agree with that. I wish I can agree with that. But the sales of Masterpiece of Call of Duty prove otherwise. Unfortunately, more or, less, more or less, it loses retention. I'm talking business terms, but it loses retention. So you you hit your maturity, and you just slowly go down over time, or you slowly like dip in the wood out. So, in the case of I would say EA, they're just doing what they're doing because they know they hit their retention point years ago. So I I don't have faith in them. I don't think, but with this model, they're going to try to apply it to a bunch of other games in approach, and will just be like no one cares. It'd be up to a point where it's like. Why bother? And that's how that's how I feel about EA. Just like why bother? It just doesn't. They're not. Even if there's another, like for example, I'm looking forward to Latin, the next Dragon Age game coming out. But I'm like you the Bioware. You poor soul. Yeah, here's I the thing. For you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, but at the same time, EA's on it, so I'm like, oh boy, this is gonna be a half-ass story to be going. But it is what it is. I mean, if Bioware ever become comes back to the Bioware that we grew up with as youngers, youngies, you know, half the half the Bioware team we're in love is pretty much at Mass Effect two, and half of them left over, and more those than who left in Mass Effect three, huh? more than half left. A lot of them left. Yeah, half, like I said, I'm using a fair marker half, and reality is like sixty five. I'm trying to be polite to the boys. All right, come on, don't don't bury the boys out here. So they're already buried. I'm I'm not the one doing the burying. I don't have the shovel in my hand. That's me. Yeah, the shovel. That's <laughs> EA, not me. That's it. But yeah, so a lot of the team members left by two and the body and three, like no one left. So it's basically like I like Dragon Age Inquisition is a good game, but the, the, the development hell that game went through is like God, I feel like you know, it is what it is. You mean kind of like Anthem? Anthem's not a game. What are you talking about? It's no, it's, I know. it's, it's a, a it is a beta Anthem's trash a game. Thing. Anthem's a game and it game. has a, it has solid bones. But some of the decisions was just Anthem um, is a crippled child begging for coins in the middle of the street. That is Anthem. Well, right now, not right now it's in the hospital getting reconstructed surgery to see what happens to it. Yeah, I don't believe that. That they're gonna dump dump that project and go to elsewhere. So that's what I believe. But that's you know. a lot of money. That'd be crazy. I mean, no, it wouldn't be crazy, but no, EA's done it before, remember. So so I'm just saying, like that, so, yeah. and that's a and that's the thing to put it too. It's like because EA doesn't care about goodwill, whatever faith you have in them doing the right thing, ten 
add a thousand to do the wrong thing, and that's what EA is at right now. Here's the problem with that: when they every time they do something, they turn around and do something good. Case in point: Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Battlefield, free DLC. It's like they do all these rotten things, and they go, you know what? Let's do one good thing to 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 maintain that little goodwill they have left. Exactly. They don't. They do not. And that little goodwill is actually shrinking smaller and smaller. Go ahead. Add to that little bit of goodwill that they're doing, and I just found this out now while we're on there. Oh, um, Command and Conquered Remastered Edition mm. launching June 5th, 2020. I don't care. All the games, all the expansions, they fixed up all the, the video to, to, to upscale it, nice, clean quality, better audio. We'll have to see it, if they're not lying, if they didn't pull a blizzard. <laughs> Warcraft 3 on us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, reforce, baby. Yeah. Jeez, what a cluster. But, no, it's like the Goodwill Slims and Slims. At the same time, it's like, it's not like, perfect example is like, you know, everyone knows the drama on No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky rebuilt their Goodwill and did everything right for the game later on. They yeah. tried to be good, but they messed up along the way. EA's never tried to be good, and they only do good when they get caught. That's a whole different angle mentality than the other way. So, I don't have faith in EA and things they do, even though I'm a Dragon Age fan. So it's like, uh. I'm still waiting for Titanfall 3. It's coming. <laughs> I, <have hope. laughs> I mean, they, they're giving Respawn free reign to do whatever they want. So Because hey, the only, hey, Respawn's hey, the only hey, one making them money until, until they feel like they want to kill Respawn, make them use a crappy engine they don't want to use anymore, which is a great idea, which they've done that before. You, you, you know nobody in the gaming industry can count to three. Yeah, Dark Souls three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, jeez. Phase three, even though it's three. Three is <laughs> a Mario three. Assassin's three, Creed three, 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 four, five, God six. War three. Yakuza uh, three. Yakuza three. Three threes. Running I mean, three. Streets of Rage three. Streets of Rage three. Uh, yeah. see. It only yeah, see. applies to certain companies. Basically. So, um, <laughs> should we? So, should I just cut some my short review of uh, Exit the Gungeon? Yeah. So uh, first, before, uh, before we get to that, you go ahead, Carl. I got a couple of things, things I'd, like, I'd like to bring up today. Um, first of all, I'd just like to say uh, thank God for like the people over uh, developing Cyberpunk, uh, CD Projekt Red. Oh, yes. They, they, they actually passed Australia's rigorous, fucking retarded, stupid classification system. The game will be released uncensored, unchanged and everything with an R rating. Can they go back and change that? Can they go back and say, you know what? Never mind. We're we didn't we no, we don't like it now. Go back and change it. Okay. Yes, they can. Um they did that with Saints Row Four. So does this so does this approval mean anything until the game actually ships? Uh at this point in time we're very optimistic. Okay. Because, I mean, like, did you see the recent like, update for the game? I have with um, the genitals you know, that yeah, might cause an you, issue. You can, you can yeah. uh, as, as the quote goes, players can select the gender and customize their character. Customization can include depictions of breasts, buttocks, and genitalia, as well as various sizes and combination of genitals. Did that cause the rating to get scaled back? Eh, you know, you know whatever. What? Uh, it, it, they would have submitted this. Uh, with all that touched on, and it seems that it got passed here, it's got passed your uh, ESRB. I don't put much faith so, in ESRB. And I think <laughs> it can be bought here, so you can just buy it. Yeah, Give it a nice so, $250,000. So. 
it, it's not like I, I'm can I say when so Cyberpunk comes out, I'll be doing I'll be doing nothing but playing the game. Playing the game, yeah. is not a like, yeah, I just want to hear the soundtrack to Cyberpunk. They're gonna have vaporwave and all that. And that's my jam. So yeah, I so, mean, uh, I think I'm, the entire I'm, game I'm was really, gonna be playing a game. Yeah, I think I think we're gonna be shutting down the uh, the other Haven office for at least two or three weeks while we all play it. It's like yeah, uh, <laughs> office, uh, work, uh, won't be on Discord, won't <laughs> see me on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> we're all we're all pretty much the same as soon as this game comes out. It's gonna so be like, see exactly like that. See ya. We don't. We're not here. Sorry. Yeah. This this is this is going to be one of those games where I don't think we've had one like this. I mean, Final Fantasy was close, where everybody shut down to play this game, but Final Fantasy is only on PlayStation. Cyberpunk is coming out for everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is um. I I'm still on the side on what I'm getting it on. I don't know whether to get it on Xbox, PlayStation, or PC. And don't you say get it on PC because you know PC 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 Master Race. Come on. Awesome, man. Yeah, you know, the just, best just, people. Just, 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 just remember, Keith, I'm going to probably have to upgrade my entire rig. I thought that's what we were working on upgrading your rig for in the first place. I've been spending money on other things. God damn it. That was your PC <laughs> bitch money, and you spent it on other things. I still have 2,000 of it. <laughs> now you do. I mean, uh... don't worry. I will have more. It just means we push it off for a couple months, okay? I mean, this is me. And being as Josh calls me, the graphics were. Um, yeah. I don't want to play it on the Xbox One X or the PlayStation Four Pro because I want to play it at the the best the of the best. best of the best. Bearing you, 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 you want to get you want to get the full you want to get the full experience out of it the way that they intended with the fully optimized graphics. The only disappointing they, thing I have yeah. so far is not VR. I can't put on my goggles. And go, oh. Yet that would be awesome. somebody. Somebody <laughs> will make a goddamn mod or something. That, that would be that. awesome. Like, all right, I'm done, honey. I, no. I, I, saw, I saw. somebody just to sidetrack it for a second. Uh, took Alien Isolation and Such added a good VR game. into it. Such a good game. If you've not played, if you've not played Alien Isolation, you need to go play it. Even though they the game point, is the, what, six years old now, game is still one of the best. But the, but the, games but the play out there. it with v, with VR. Oh. That was like I watched the gameplay video and I'm like I'm not gonna do this without you. I need to see how to do that. Uh, all right, all right, but, Matt, uh, you talked enough. It's all you. Uh, Knock uh, it out. All right, so Exit Gungeon. I managed to get this uh, like lovely gamer review. Look at uh, it's a sequel to Enter the Gungeon, and the game itself is slightly easier. I feel compared to the original, which is a good thing. Um, it's instead of being a horizontal. I mean, sorry, a, a horizontal, you know, bullet hell. It's vertical up and down, so you're dodging up, down, left, right. When you dodge between the planes, you're invincible. Jumping is invincible. Your horizontal roll is invincible. Your air roll, if you press jump twice, is also invincible. So it helps you get through the bullets. It's great. Uh, a tip I will give you as a game will tell you in this tutorial, jump towards the bullet is better than jumping away from the bullet get hit because invincibility. Why would you um, jump the, away from the bullet? No, jump towards it because you'll, you'll move faster and further. Where you're trying to dodge. If you jump away, you activate your standing frame, you still get hit. It's there's certain bullet attacks. It's counterintuitive, but it makes sense. So oh, how you dodge. If you're really good, you can time your dodge and then spam jump as soon as it ends. So you can just so you can just dodge at an angle better. Uh, you still get the four playable characters. You get the pilot, the marine, the hunter, and the convict. Uh, this time around, you don't randomly find guns. The guns is given to you randomly um, during per- per- performing combos, depending on how many enemies you kill and how well you dodge attacks. 
combos do not indicate as much the better gun you get. It's still randomized. Now, if you roll a bad gun, which there's several guns in this game that just do suck, tough crap. You are not going to, you only can get rid of that gun. Not when it's out of bullets until you complete a combo with it or unless it glows green on its own. Then you get a oh, gun randomly. Oh, God. Okay, that so, I can see you can put some people off. That's a, Yeah, that's a problem. Now, each of the four hunters, well, characters have different effects. Uh, the pilot lets you get a discount off shop by like 5%. The hunter, the little dog, will now collect all items on a screen for you, making it easier to collect money to buy things and power-ups if you find them so you don't have to go dance around. The marine, instead of his original ability in Enter the Gungeon, instead of having – he can summon ammo drop to reload his weapons – he gets faster reload and more accurate, which he's pretty good, in my opinion, if you're, if you're all about trying to kill as fast as you can. Now, the, the changes they made to the Hunter is that the dog used to be able to help increase your luck of finding things. I don't really notice that in Exit of Gungeon. He just picks up things for you. So that's a little change there. And the Convict, to me, is a character. Her ability is that if she takes damage, get hit. All her gun attacks do extra damage for a short time. But do you want to take damage in a bullet hell game? Sure, why not? Yeah, exactly. So that's it in a nutshell. Obviously, every run you do, you unlock, you know, gun bucks after you save a, a couple of uh, prisoners. And each prisoner gives you different abilities and mini games to get more guns or better trinkets to increase your chances of survival. What I noticed in the game is similar to how I felt about the first game, is that no matter how many guns you unlock, you will still have a chance to get a crappy gun. It is opposite from one of my favorite roguelike games to play, Rogue Legacy. In Rogue Legacy, you can actually pay the dungeon guy the mechanic, to lock the dungeon down for you. And you can explore the same dungeon before as long as you pay him a certain percentage. Which is also another game that people should play. Another amazing game. Yeah, it's one of the best roguelikes I recommend. Even though it's hard, it's still great because it feels fair. It's fair. It's it's definitely hard, but it's fair. It feels fair. Because there's because remember, if you don't, like, it takes a couple of deaths to realize certain some classes suck, and certain areas are just too powerful. For you to start out, like I would go to the underground. Oh my god, get wrecked! So, Exit the Gungeon does not have an ability where you go lock down certain guns or trinkets you can get because no matter how many guns you get, there's still a chance you can get the Bobble Trouble Gun. In my opinion, the worst one of guns I personally hate. I'm sorry, what what is that gun called again? The what? It's it, it, it's you ever seen the uh, Bobble Trouble, the little lizard from that old game, shoots bubbles. Bubble so Boggle. Bubble Boggle, yeah, it's called Bobble Troggle. What the hell? Yeah, it's called Bobble Troggle. <laughs> that game also got a sequel recently. It's there's a Bubble Boggle four out. It just came out actually. Fantastic. Bubble Boggle will only shoot all his bullets once he charged up and blasts. So it takes forever and it's it's annoying and it's yeah I don't recommend. It. You can still get that crappy gun. You can also get the crappy guitar from time Thanks, to time. Thanks, so. Matt. That that music is down in my head. God damn it. Oh. Yeah. Da -da -da. And also oh. in the game, they have several bosses you can play uh, play against. And there are some situations the game RNG is just going to, you know, crap on you. You could, like, one run, and I restarted three times, I get the same boss three times. I had Cat Nia, which is pretty much the, the robo, a cat inside the Dr. Eggman boss combo. So I got How that, many like, three times. In the game? Yeah. Uh, so far, I found, like, eight. There's probably more. And it doesn't seem like this game has a difficulty curve compared to the first game. In the first game, to get the true ending, you have to beat each boss each chamber boss without taking damage to get a bullet. You beat six bosses, you get all the bullets, you get the gun, you get the true ending. This game doesn't seem to have that, so that's kind of fair. But I feel like this game, 
as a roguelike. It's not much, it's a it's improvement, but not that much improvement for the original. And now it's worth ten dollars nine ninety nine. It's a fair price because if it was like nineteen ninety nine or fourteen, I would not recommend it. So if you have ten bucks, but is low, it fun? Is it fun? It's enjoyable. I, I I find it enjoyable in some aspects, but also this game does not does like it look like it had lo local multiplayer like the original, so that makes me a little sad too. But I think the game does a pretty good job what it does. I just feel the RNG is strong in that game, very strong. Yeah, it but you can buy like hats, it, and it sounds like it'll it'll put people off. So a that's little bit kind of disappointing. So it doesn't seem like it's a bad game. For in your 10 opinion, what's the hardest game to accomplish? And what type of game? Like roguelike? Uh, the hardest roguelike I could ever recommend to anybody is getting the true ending in Slate Aspire without unlocking anything. That's uh, that's hard. What's well, another game that Matt's been playing nonstop or has played nonstop? I like 100 plus hours in that game. So, like my new car game crack is Gordian Quest, but it depends. Like be specific, which because there's tons of games I can say just hard, and you know you like, eh. like you know Devil May Cry three in Heaven and Hell mode. Anything above Heaven and Hell, Dante must DMD, Dante must die mode. That's hard. Any Dante must die mode is hard. Even five, that game is like, slightly easier. I would say Dark Souls, but Dark Souls games aren't hard. They're just Dark Souls games are hard, but it, it's no, logical they're hard. They're not they're logical hard. hard. And what's like in two, parry and roll are very strong. You can get it once you master the timing, just every boss becomes ha <laughs> gotcha. Once you parry a boss, it's like, ah, oh, I have achieved enlightenment. Yeah, I mean I hate seeing people say, Hey, Dark Souls are hard. It's like I No, I, I think I think Dark Dark Souls is is, is a very brutal game. But it teaches you well. It's the opposite. I feel about Niho. Niho just kind of it doesn't have that uniqueness in, in its brutality and its difficulty, and that's why I'm not a big fan of a lot, a lot of Dark Soul clones because they're not they they don't have the uniqueness. If you're going to be hard, have something else on top of it. You know, that's how I look at it. But yeah, yeah. Exit the Gungeon is a good game. I would recommend it to people who have ten dollars to blow or get it on a Steam sale. Uh, but I wouldn't. But for, if you play the game, you know you're just ro sometimes you're ro you can win by roll or not. And I recommend for everyone's a couple of playthroughs, try the Hunter first and try the Marine. I had a lot of success with those two characters. Extra accuracy and reload does help, and collecting items when you can has been helpful. I know the 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 pilot is is you know was a strong character in the original because discount on shops, and you find a lot of shops in the game that could help you. But remember, you also have to collect the money. Money doesn't sometimes at the end of a wave, the money will come to you, but money can disappear like all drops. So sometimes you might just trust a dog to get your things for you. All right, and that is match review of Exit the Gungeon. So, also big thanks to um, <clears throat> our PR company sending it over to us. So uh, we won't name who it, who it was, but they know who they are. Um, this was actually oh, all right. Apan was our favorite types of games. So all right, that's all to participate in that. All right, cool. Um, you go first, Matt. First favorite type of shooter. Oh man. Okay, so I have always been a fan of third person shooters or hell shooters. So. Well, I think um, he's always... asking. I think he just gave shooters and adventures as, as an example. Oh, a combination shooters. Okay, we're just favorite any. Type... we just oh, any. Uh, favorite type of games. I love action style games like DMC. I love the fact of free form expressing yourself. Obviously, if you, I love fighting games. It's one of my favorite things. Um, I love beat 'em ups. I love a lot of uh, stuff in the olden days. Even like some um, roguelikes became my new jam lately. I could go on and on about how to what to do good and a bad roguelike is because I play a lot. Um, I like a lot. I, I think I, like my favorite games are character action games, roguelikes, uh, arcade style games, beat em ups or shooters in that sense. And I will play in, in RPGs. Adventure games always. There hasn't been a true adventure game because adventure games are a combo with something else. 
like adventure platformer and that gets you like platformers too. Yeah, so I don't think know. there ever was an actual real adventure game. Yeah. So yeah. like I would say, you know, platformers are good too and RPG, so that's up there for me. Should have asked you what games don't you like? <laughs> he's oh, covered he's... everything. Oh, no, 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 no. I actually, I don't like puzzle games as much. I don't like just bland puzzle games. They make me sleep. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, as for me, I think I, I cover the entire spectrum. I like action RPG games. Love those games. Roll likes, I love. Uh, First-person shooters, because I grew up on those. Racing games, I love those to death. Survival horror games. Give me a good Resident Evil or Dead Space is one of my favorite staples of all time. I'll play Dead Space no matter what. Did you what. play the new Doom yet? Yeah, I was not a fan, believe it or not. Wow, Fanny. I'm not a big I don't like first person shooters. It's not my jam. It had something about the first person should be special, like Borderlands. It's a first person shooter and RPG. So if you combine something else with it, I'll play it. But no. Um yeah, that's pretty much it right there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's not a there's not a game type I won't play outside of visual novels. Wow. That's uh that genre has some good sleeper hits, like Clan. The hate for for visual novels is strong for me. I don't uh, yeah, like the that. reading is the reading is evil. I understand. I ain't learning. I don't like reading unless it's a book. It's a book. <laughs> <That way. laughs> if it if it's not voiced over, I don't care. Stop. Wow. It. What if it's voiced over in Japanese? Like, so <laughs> what am I doing to senpai? Oh god, Trash. I can't do that. Trash. Trash. Don't oh worry. god. Carl, we we can't hear you. Um, you haven't. There you go. I had everything muted while you guys were talking, so you know. Well, damn it all. Uh, Your turn. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty much like everybody else here. You know, give me a good action game or like action adventure. Um, you know, like you got a Wars, Horizon Zero Dawn, you know, Red Dead, all that type of stuff. Tree Trace um, for lo- lo- love yeah. my love my fighting games. You know, I I grew up as a Street Fighter kid. You know, play through the old days through to the current days. And, Many competitions later. Uh, survival horror, you know, The Evil Within, Resident Evil, stuff like that, Silent Hill. Which one, Panda? Yeah, which the one? Original? The, remake or, the remake or the original? The original, yes. I played the original. The remake. We played both, both played the original I, I back in the day and the remake. Yeah, I haven't played any of the Resident Evil remakes. I played both. I reviewed both. Yes, you have. And I did a top 10 list as well, a top games list of all Resident Evil games that people should check out on the other haven.net. Yeah, if, if out of all this, I, I, I'll, I'll give it to Carl. He's 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 more of the Resident Evil fan than I am. Yeah, I'll give him that. I'll yeah. give him that. Yeah, I mean he and, and, he knows about the Thomas the Trank engine mods. I mean, and I've seen people don't play those. <laughs> man. That's my new crack. It's like oh, oh watch I, people. I, 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 saw, I, I, I actually saw one based around Resident Evil Three last night. It was um. Just a mishmash of different mods. Like you had the standard, you know, Jill in a bikini and all this type of junk. There was ones where they recreated her outfit from Resident Evil One. Oh, okay. I did a stream of that. I did a stream of her new outfit. Yeah, her her old outfit and also her her uh, her battle suit from was it five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that as well. And they had um, what, what's what's the case then? B two out of. Neo I did that one too. Two B. Yep, did that one too. Yeah. Um. They did one where they actually took the infected jump zombie Jill from the opening cutscene and made that as the model for the entire gameplay. Oh dear God! I'm just took a and look over inclu- the next inclu- mod. Inclu- including including a, a an infected Carlos as well. Then there was one where Nikolai is um Virgil from Devil May Cry and Carlos is Dante, obviously. What about the uh, one that Carlos is Mega Man? 
Yeah, yeah, I saw that. The old school Mega Man. I saw that. That was hilarious. Um, and Nemesis mods. Some really good ones where he's Ultron. Yeah, I saw that one too. And um, where he's Spawn. The Spawn the one spawn even came work? with the cape, and that was excellent. And then the, the, the funny, the funniest ones that I found out of the entire video that I watched was a combination of, of two of them. Was uh, one took Jill's standard pistol and replaced it with a banana. Okay, that's a little so off the wall. So, 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 so you had a banana gun, and <laughs> um, one one that <laughs> I don't know why, but it was like this really jacked up version of Jill, like she was looking as even more swole than Chris in Resident Evil Five. I just looked at that one. <laughs> Yeah, I just like saw that. And, oh, yeah. that, was, that was hilarious. Yeah, but we all played. We all played. I, I think, with the exception of that, we all played the remake three. Yeah. We liked it. It could have been better. It could have been better. It wasn't better than oh, yeah. Resident Evil Two remake. No, no, I think. That, yeah, yeah, just seeing reviews yeah. of the remakes of two, it's like yeah, now, 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 give, now give us that. Give us that Code Veronica remake that we not really happening. Need. Not happening. <laughs> I know. You know, I, know happening. I know. I know. See my frustration again on the otherheaven.net. <laughs> see my frustration. <laughs> Yeah, hey, I did the entire buddy. article just ripping into Resident Evil. Just plug, just plug the just did not like want that. it, you know. Sorry, man. But uh, yeah, like outside of those three um, wrestling games, love my wrestling games. Oh man, I stopped and, playing wrestling games years ago. I just I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I think I like my wrestling games by this big pile that I have sitting on the shelf next to me, uh, which even includes yes, WWE 2K20. Well, it's complete now, so it should be less of a dumpster fire. Yeah, it's still a dumpster fire, but the flames <laughs> have died down a little bit. <laughs> All right, so it's, it's a still, grease fire. It's still, it's, still, it's still a grease fire that's taking over the fucking restaurant. But yeah. <laughs> uh, and lastly, I still love me some good old FPS. And, and when I'm talking FPS, you've got to have them on PC. You know, your dooms and stuff like that. It, it's all got to be on PC. You can't play an FPS on a fucking console. Careful. Careful. Oh. Sorry, you all you, you Xbox COD players. But, you know, jump on a PC and see how good your skills really are without auto assist. I don't know, man. My, my favorite my favorite part about uh, Xbox was Lex with your voice. Ah! Spike Venom. Uh, but no, I'm, I'm not a big... No. My... Every, every time I think of Call of Duty, a part of me just my eyes just roll. Like, oh god, again, it's, it's super repetitive for is me. Because because everybody's on like what is it, Warframe or a War Warzone or Warframe, Warzone, Warzone. Yeah, that's the new. I know, played. Hey, I actually what? played it. Rob loves it. I played it a couple days ago. I was uh, like, yeah, no thanks. I, I just out. looked at it. I just looked at it, and I'm like, it's PUBG using COD. That's it. All right, so um, and if, and if I want to play that, I'll play PUBG. Let's go ahead and actually, get this. Let's get this closed out for tonight. Um, final F's topic. In the chat for, F's in the chat for Tokyo Game Chair. Yeah. Um, uh, final final topic. Uh, I, I mean, guess. if you're going to ask talk about Tokyo Game Show and you're and you're disappointed that it's canceled, I mean, yeah, it was going to happen. It was going to happen. Well, Come it was, on, it was going to happen. It, it, yeah, I know. And this is this is the thing. Like, I I've been holding out hopes that PAX Australia is going to happen this year. And it's in October, so if Tokyo Game Show is, is not happening in September, the chances of PAX happening in, in October is going to be slim to none. And I'm, I'm very disappointed hey man, in that. Everything that is that requires people to meet face-to-face this year is gone. Yeah, but the, everything. The, the, 
but the back the back side of that is nobody's making announcements. Nobody's updating release schedules. That's because everybody's waiting to the last second. They're doing the same crap that Evo did. They were like, we're going to wait and see if there's some, some slim possibility that we can slide under the radar. They're all hoping, and I think that is very irresponsible. I agree. Like, uh, that's, that's something I agree. Yeah, just this is this is garbage. You know, this is a p- pandemic. You know that people are dying or getting sick. Stop are people trying to get yeah. these events? Just no. We're just we're just canceling it. Stop. Full stop. Just stop. Stop trying to say, oh, we might get through there. We might make it under the bar. And here's the thing: just like movie theaters, even if we get a vaccine, if we get one this year, which we high likely won't. People are not going to be running to your events and to your theaters because there's a vaccine. Because A, not everybody's going to have the vaccine. B, not everybody can afford the damn vaccine. And C, people are still going to be scared. Well, the smart people anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Very irresponsible in these companies that are just not going, you know what, we're just canceling it. If anything, as much as people hate Facebook, they canceled their event for next year. <laughs> They're like, no, we're not doing it next year either. Sorry. So, yeah, don't be surprised if next year is a repeat of 2020 for these events. I, 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 yeah, but the I'm talking about the run-on effects, though. Like, with nothing being announced or anything like that, it's like gaming is it's gaming is drying up. Like, at, like, new game releases aren't happening as much as they would have. And I hope that when June rolls around and ev- where everybody's going, hey, we're doing our digital effect, that they go, okay, we got stuff that's coming out and we're going to have it coming out this year. I think if, if, every, if everything that announced is 2021, then you're just going to watch the entire game industry just crash and burn. Watch well, what, what's happening? I don't think it's the lack of releases. Because if you actually look at it, we've actually got a lot of releases the last four months of this year. We got a lot of big games. The problem is these big games took up a lot of development cycles and the other big games got pushed back. If you look at PlayStation, a classic example, for the next three, four months, you're, you're going to get, and you have gotten a big game of PlayStation. You've got Final Fantasy VII Remake. You've got Neo 2. You've got The Last of Us 2 coming out next month. You've got, after that, you've got um, Ghost of Tsushima after that. Um, you've got a lapse of two months, and then you got Cyberpunk coming out. So the games are coming. The problem is they're either big AAA games. You're, what's, what's hurting us and what I think is bothering you more is with all these big events gone, we're not hearing about the indies, the ones that always pop up at these events and hey, I got this game, I got this game or indie mega booth, and we don't have that. And the indies are suffering because there's no yeah. way for them to get the word out say, hey, we're working on this game unless they make a video on YouTube, which will get which will get dropped or crowded or not seen, and they're not working with a publisher. You're not going to know about these games, and that's what's hurting. But I saw a game yesterday that was like a. Uh, uh, indie version of Star Fox, and I just happened to see it while looking through uh, Twitter. I've never even heard of this game. It's not coming out yet; it's still in development. But had I not looked on Twitter and saw the developer make a tweet about it, I would have never known about that game. Yeah, it's it's going to take a lot more sleuthing looking to indie stuff now. And I'm a huge and somewhat an indie guy, so I've been checking who I'm checking. Like, um, where's you know Robert Boyd? Where's on Pure Games? He's been hinting he's going to make an RPG soon, but he's drawing hints. I don't know when's that coming out. So Star yeah. yeah. So that's what's happening. It's just the, the lower, the less than known games just aren't getting that's, any kind of um, exposure. Yeah, unless you're like in the know or you're just finding them. It, it's it's uh it is what it is. But I I personally think, in my opinion, 
for gaming, this is a good time for gaming because people can finally catch up a kettle or appreciate games never done before, like myself. Yeah. I'm considering buying or trying to get Remnant of Ashes. I've never seen this game before. It looks so beautiful. You're talking to play about it. it. You need to play it. I need like to like I said, I, I would not stop talking about this game. It's so good. And the online is good. Oh. Yeah, I need to, I'll need. i try it out. If I can't get it by this weekend or something, I'll do what I do. But I, I cannot believe a game like this fell into my radar because uh, it's a multiplayer, Dark Souls-esque type shooter. And like, Matt, all I got to say is, where were you at last year? Like, I would not stop talking about this game. I, I was, would not shut up. I was animating it hard last year. Remember, I was focusing so much on the anime product and getting contacts, but now I can just focus on gaming. So, uh, Also, no. while we're talking about gaming, before we leave, because after this we'll wrap up, um, today is the last day to pick up Pac-Man Championship Edition 2, which is free on Xbox One, PlayStation, and PC. Oh, And if you don't want it, it's free. Just download it. Pac-Man Championship. It's Pac-Man. It's a great game. It's great. Or your girlfriend, or your boyfriend, or your husband, or your wifey, your brother, or your sister, or your dog, or your cat. Anything. It's it's a cool. It's fun. It's if your dog like, or your cat can play Pac Man, videotape that and fucking make a fortune. Well, that too. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Um. So we're done with this week's episode of Spectrum Mode Podcast. And as always, thank you everybody for stopping by. Thank you for A Panda for talking to us in chat. We appreciate that. Be sure to stop by next week and we go online again. And as always, you can find Spectrum Mode Podcast on where most major podcasts are, which is Spotify, uh, Audio Boom, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and uh, no one forgetting a couple other places. But wherever YouTube. podcasts are, YouTube, obviously. You're watching on YouTube. What do you tell you about that? Yeah, I got to mention it because I don't believe they're on the YouTubes. You know? Yeah, I mean, wherever podcasts are, yeah. we're there. So definitely check it out. Tell your friends. Tell thumb, your family. Uh, thumb up, subscribe, hit the bell, etc. Et yeah, all et that et cool stuff. We're trying so, to get support better. Our Patreon and, and we don't have a Patreon our, yet. Uh, we should probably do one of those things. Yeah, go, 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 go to our website and like click on some ads. Go to our live event. Click on the ads. Wait, we don't have one. Yeah, you're going full call taco there. Click the ads, not the articles. Oh, boy. But anyway, hey, no, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, we're good. Yeah. But anyway, thanks, thanks again for following. You know, you know, watching the podcast, and we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, right, Keith, let's do it. The only, the only place that is stranger than Rubber Cop appearing in Mortal Kombat. Yo, Mortal Kombat, Rubber Cop versus Terminator, first ever, first man, ever. Cannot. Oh win. man. Still All right, guys, we're out of here. Peace. <laughs>